Bobcat fans. Support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. Anderdis comes in the studio on the break and he says, where did you find this song that we're playing? What or what the hell are we about to play us back in with? This is the most obscure song in the history of Nuanas now. I probably agree. Uh, we got Tucker Sargent from the Girls Lacrosse team coming up in just a minute. The song Slaying My Goliath by Crazy 2.0. A little hip-hop for you. But the Grizz toppled a Goliath over the weekend. St. Thomas has won six out of the last nine Missoula, excuse me, Men's Collegiate Lacrosse Association championships uh, at the Division II ranks. They are the North Dakota State of the level of, of lacrosse that both Montana and Montana State play at. And the Grizz beat them 10 to 8 over the weekend in North Dakota. So, Tucker Sargent coming up here in just a minute. If you missed anything in the first hour of this here radio show, Nuana's now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula and on the ESPN MT app. You can find everything from the Montana Basketball Hour, from our best of the weekend to our Stockman Bank scoreboard to three big things about Montana men's basketball to some thoughts from Danny Sprinkle on the Montana State men's basketball team to then some thoughts on tonight's huge showdown between Idaho and the Lady Grizz in Missoula. All of it, Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. Also, the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time, and the MSU Bookstore, located there on the Montana State campus, your go-to spot for all your blue and gold gear. The Nuanas Now podcast available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. Please Rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. It's March as of Wednesday, which means we're into one of the best and most uh, popular times among sports fans. You're coming out of winter. You're into a little bit of early spring. You got March Madness coming down the pipe. Baseball is back. All sorts of other good stuff coming up. Uh, the, The PGA Tour is rolling, all of it. No matter what's on TV, there's nowhere else you should be watching your favorite team than the Silver Slipper. At the Slipper, it's all about great food, tasty drinks, and the urge to have a good time. Stop by today and see why the Silver Slipper is one of Montana's best-kept secrets. Do we have our guy? We got him. Tucker Sargent, Grizzly Cross coach, joining us here on Nuanas Now. And, Tuck, first of all, congratulations, man. Uh, just instant reaction. You talked up with us last week. About your team's three and zero start, but also just the prestige of this St. Thomas program. I don't know if Tucker can hear me, Andrew. Can you hear me, Tuck? I, I can hear you. Oh, there you go. I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you just fine. You, you, you talked about how good St. Thomas was as a program, six national championships in the last decade or so, and then you guys go and beat them ten to eight. So just take us through. What's your instant reaction to beating one of the number one teams in the country? <laughs> well, obviously, it feels great. I mean, that's you go. You go into every game hoping you can get a win, and you know you schedule the big ones because you figure you got to play the best to be the best. And uh, you know it's it's nice to see that we're at a point where we can keep with, keep up and you know topple a perennial power. 
Well, it was uh, not an easy trip, to be sure, headed to Midon, North Dakota. So uh, just take us through just the week that was going up to the, the game. And what did you think of your team's preparation? How did you handle the travel? And what were some of the keys once you got on the pitch? I, you know, ironically, it was probably the worst week of preparation you could have asked for leading into a game like this. Um, you know, we'd come off of a three-day, uh, three games and three days the weekend prior, getting back late Sunday night looking at the weather ahead, trying to figure out how we were going to prepare for St. Thomas, which is a whole other caliber team coming up, and the Minnesota Duluth, uh, also a ranked team, two games in two days. And, and, you know, it was minus, like, six was the projected forecast for the week of practice. So we, uh, we, we went out Monday, which is typically our off day, seeing as that was the one day that looked like we could get outside and actually get a quality practice in. And I surprisingly, you know, the guys showed up and, and we had one of the best practices of the year Monday. And then, the you know, the floor fell from, out from underneath the thermometer. And Tuesday, we, uh, we, we reviewed film. We watched the film of our game with them last year. Uh, and also looked at a lot of our film from ourselves on the previous weekend, just trying to look at what we could correct and do better. And I actually thought that was pretty good, too. I think uh, guys really, you know, there was a lot of things that didn't look good in our first weekend, which is to be expected. Um, and we were really, you know, critical of ourselves going forward and then just also understanding, you know, St. Thomas, you know, yes, the roster's changed from year over year, but you can kind of expect the same things from them, which is, you know, they'll be aggressive, they'll press out, you know, teams that are perennially good, uh, that often reload or not afraid to be aggressive and, you know, take their game to you. So we, we had an idea of what to expect. And then Wednesday we had a terrible day of practice uh, due to not having anywhere to go that we could get. It was remotely usable except the field, or excuse me, a basketball, the West Auxiliary Gym, which is way too small for the number of people that we had. So we, we basically just played catch for an hour inside a gym, and that's about all we could do. Thursday we gave it off because it was, you know, a really long, um, another cold week, and we were heading for a long drive. So, you know, the practice that week was really, really tough and not what you wanted. But, you know, the guys did the best they could what was ahead of them. And then Friday we put them on a bus and went for a 14-hour drive across the flatland. <laughs> and, uh, that, too, is, is something difficult. I actually was I had to be out of town Thursday night in Seattle because it was our off day. I went over to Seattle for another obligation, and so I was meeting the team there Thursday or sorry Friday night, and our flight to Minot got canceled due to not having a pilot. Wow! <laughs> uh, from 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 Minneapolis to Minot, and I was thinking, boy, this is going to be a real issue. Fortunately, you know, that working with the Delta people, they gave you know, like, well, you can stay in a hotel thinking, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to miss the game. And then I hear, hey, coach, where, where are you headed? And I look back and I see the refs. So uh, once you were knowing that the refs were also in the same boat and uh, not able to get on the plane, I knew the game wasn't going to start without us. So um, we actually went to the Doubletree in Minneapolis and uh, – had dinner with the refs that were going to be our refs for the game, and then got on the got on the plane Saturday morning. Arrived about an hour before game time with the referee crew, and uh, got underway. So a lot of credit goes to the players who 
you know, just went forth. My assistant coach, Ben Busty, who was uh, with the players on the road trip and just getting everyone prepared. So Saturday morning we were we were ready to go for an 11 o'clock game time. But certainly not an ideal travel conditions for myself nor the team. That 14-hour bus ride is long. Perilous travel all the way across the West United States. Took the Lady Grizz like 12 hours to get to Portland for their game as well. Then they had to wait for a bus in Vancouver for almost a day before they could actually get up to the city. So, oh, it, you know, it was, <laughs> it was funny. I saw, I saw, I saw a number of uh, Big Sky teams in the different airports. Sure. That, whether in, in Seattle and Minneapolis, and everyone was just dealing with, like, it, it wasn't good for anyone. So it's just one of those ones, you know. That's the nature of traveling in the winter. You just sit back and you go, well, it is what it is, and something will happen, good or bad, and we'll deal with it then. Tucker Sargent joining us here on Nuanas Now. He's the head coach of the Grizz Lacrosse team. They're coming off of a sweep of the weekend. They're off to a 5-0 and start after beating a couple of the top 20 teams in the country at the MCLA Division II level, including a 10-8 victory over top-ranked St. Thomas. The Grizz then followed it up with a 9-7 victory over an 18th-ranked Minnesota Duluth squad. Uh, so, Tuck, talk about that element of it because, you know, you beat the number one team in the country after having such a long bus ride and such tough travel to get there, but then you don't have a letdown. So you must have been pretty happy with your guys' ability to sustain and beat another good team on Sunday. Well, that's exactly it, too, right? I mean, you put so much emotion and energy, and, and you know, after winning the St. Thomas game, you would have thought that we just won a national championship the way my phone was blowing up, people were freaking out, and, you know, when you take off, when you take down a team that's been at the top that long, there's a lot of, a lot of other coaches in the league that are excited to see them go down. So, um, you know, it, it was just one of those things like, great, enjoy it, but we've got another one. And if we lose the following day, that win doesn't really have the same implications to going towards the postseason and seeding that it does if you win both. So, you know, it, you do have to quickly about face. Uh, we were which is a really atypical early start for us. We were trying to get back on the road Sunday for such a long drive. So, uh, you know, and Minnesota Duluth is good. I mean, any team in the top 20 is a quality program, and they can't be taken lightly. And, you know, we got off to a really hot start against them. We went up 7-1, and then they kind of figured some things out. We had some tough calls from the refs that were, you know, I, I thought, not really fair or unjust, and I think a lot of the players saw that, but it's, you know, it, it kind of got in our heads for a little bit and allowed them to come back, and it's just, you know, it's learning to battle through the adversity and hold on and just play our game. And, you know, we didn't do that for the entire time against Duluth. I thought we could have put out a stronger performance, but at the end of the day, you know, getting two wins against two quality programs is, is all you can ask for. And they're not all going to be pretty. And I think, you know, what we took away from that is that we were able to win a game where we didn't play well. And I think that is a sign of a team that actually has potential. Because you're not always going to have your best game or, you know, not every quarter is going to be perfect. But can you rally when you need to? And, and, and the guys did, and they did a tremendous job at that. Grizzly Cross. Returns to Missoula this upcoming weekend. They play Friday night at Washington Grizzly Stadium against Montana State. Then they play Sunday afternoon at high noon against the Idaho Vandals. Uh, last couple things for you then, Tuck. By the way, you can find all Grizzly Cross action on the ESPN MT app. Jeff Safford will be on the call for both home and away games. And we'll also have some of the games here on ESPN Radio. 
Uh, what do you hope to see from your team this weekend then, Tuck? Because, you know, you just played a couple really good teams. Montana State, though, also very good. And that's always a, a highly hyped game under the lights at Washington Grizzly Stadium. So what do you hope to see Friday night? Well, absolutely. And the, the kind of ironic thing is Montana State was also there this past weekend. So we, we got a good look at them. They got a good look at us. Uh, Montana State also beat uh, Duluth, Minnesota Duluth, by the same score we did, 9-7, and they fell uh, in a pretty close game, 9-5 to to St. Thomas. So Montana State's a very strong program. They always play us tough. You can kind of throw the records out the window when it comes down to that game. Um, you know, they, they know who we are. We know who they are. And, uh, you know, we haven't beat them in the last six years. Granted, two of those we didn't get to play because of COVID, but, you know, it's been six years since the University of Montana has, has beaten Montana State in lacrosse, and there's not a kid on our roster that's been able to hoist the Copper Cup, which is the trophy we play for. Um, so, I, I mean, it's, 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 the, it's the game that everyone in the state asks about. And, you know, whether, whether we take down number one, the first thing people ask is, well, how'd you do against Montana State? They don't say, hey, did you beat St. Thomas when they were ranked number one? They say, did you beat Montana State? So, um, it's an important one. They're, they're, when the polls come out this week, they're probably going to be in the top 10. Um, so, you know, getting it done is, again, it, it's, it's all very important for postseason implications. So I think it's going to be a physical game. It's going to be a very emotional game for both squads. You know, both teams want it. Both coaches want it. Um, and it's, it's going to be close. It always is. It always comes down to the wire. So, it's going to be a lot of fun, though. Friday night under the lights, home opener. Uh, a little chillier than I might like, but, you know, that's that's the nature of the beast that we're playing around here. Um, but I expect a good crowd, and I expect great energy, and, you know, it's going to be a first opportunity for people to see, you know, a very talented Grizz lacrosse team this year. And for those football, football fans that are curious, it's going to be Marcus Knight's return to Washington Grizzly Stadium uh, in a new sport. So a lot of fun. Tucker Sergeant, Grizzly Cross. Hey, man, always appreciate the time, and uh, thanks so much. Also, congratulations, and also, best of luck on Saturday. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, the, the luck is what I need more than anything. Thanks, Colter. <laughs> Tucker Sergeant, Grizzly Cross. You can visit grizzlax.com to find out more about the Grizzly Cross team. I've explained this a couple of times, but I'm going to explain it again. First of all, we are the exclusive broadcasters of both Grizz Lacrosse and Grizz Hockey. They are not affiliated with the athletic department, but I get a lot of questions from people that maybe aren't familiar with the programs. They are, in broad premise, club sports, but these two sports, these two uh, organizations, they raise money like varsity programs. They recruit like varsity programs, and they're able to compete at what basically is the highest available level uh, at the institutions that they are at. So both Montana and Montana State have very competitive lacrosse and hockey teams. And so that's why if, if you've gone and checked these sports out, you know you're watching good lacrosse. I mean, these are these are very athletic college-age guys that have uh, spent their whole lives playing these sports. Same, same thing with the hockey team. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with it, I would, I would uh, tempt you to go check it out because I think you'll be very entertained. The, the action is really fast and hard-hitting, and uh, it's really fun. And, you know, again, there's just no, there's only, I think, 51 varsity lacrosse programs in the country. So this MCLA Division II 
it's club in terms of the funding, but this is basically the second best level of collegiate lacrosse in the country. So uh, these are very talented lacrosse players, and this is a very high level uh, of lacrosse. So that's why we love to cover it. Also, Tucker Sargent, former co-host of this show, and uh, just a great friend of mine. So we love uh, supporting him uh, along the way. But it's just fun because they are doing great things, and uh, they've really helped elevate their own brand and, in turn, help spread the brand of the university, especially to out-of-state students because a lot of these guys are coming in here. They're paying their own tuition. But it's a great marketing arm for kids uh, to come to the University of Montana from out-of-state. It was a jam-packed weekend filled with all sorts of successes, including at the uh, prep basketball ranks. We will go through all of the recently crowned division champions. Plus, we'll give you the breakdown of the first round of the divisional tournaments at the Class AA level. That's next. Keep it right here. The one is now ESPN Radio. For unquestionably committed coverage of Montana, Montana State, and Big Sky Conference athletics from a homegrown local source, you can count on Skyline Sports. The grassroots news-gathering organization is owned and operated by Coulter and Brooks Nuanas, a pair of Missoula natives and University of Montana graduates. For the best sports journalism in the state, you can choose to buy local when you choose to buy Skyline Sports. For $8 a month or $90 a year, you can get the best coverage available at SkylineSportsMT.com. Skyline Sports, every day, every season. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Underrated, man. I don't know how. But John Lee Hooker, one of my favorites. One of my favorites to play around here as well. One of the favorite artists I've learned about from our great sister station, the Trail 103.3 FM Montana's Quality Rock. Love John Lee Hooker. Love him so much, we're going to play another one coming into the next segment with our good buddy, Blake Hempstead, CopperheadCountry.org, joins us. Blake's done a great job building up his own little mini multimedia empire in Anaconda. They don't have a newspaper anymore. They don't have a radio station anymore. Still a vibrant community with a, a high school that has very competitive high school sports. So he streams the high school athletics on his website, CopperheadCountry.org. But he's also uh, called all sorts of divisional and district tournaments from uh, across that area of the world. And he was on hand for the Western B tournaments this last weekend in Anaconda. Tonight, he'll be on the air at Copperhead Country as the Missoula Loyola girls take on Anaconda at the pit. It's a challenge game. The winner goes to state. That all came about because the Big Fork girls rolled to the Western B title in Anaconda this last uh, weekend. They destroyed Loyola 62-30 to in the championship game. Anaconda won on the bottom side of the bracket to earn their way back into uh, what is then tonight a win and you're in and a lose and go home. So we'll catch up with Blake Hempstead on all things Class B high school basketball uh, coming up here in about 15 minutes. Let's dive in to our Prep Extra divisional basketball tournament style. Prep Extra presented by Farmers State Bank. Former State Bank has been enriching lives of Montanans since 1907. They're giving away 10 $10,000 scholarships. It's pretty cool. 10 grand times 10. Any and all aspiring high school seniors are welcome to enter into the scholarship competition. All you got to do is go to farmersebank.com backslash scholarships. 
They will be picking 10 lucky recipients among Montana high school seniors. You can use the scholarship to go to university, college, or a vocational or tech or trade school. So get your applications in. Uh, the deadline, March 15th. FarmersEbank.com. Farmer State Bank, member FDIC. Well, let's go down the line in terms of classifications and proximity to where we are right here at the ESPN MT studio here in Missoula, Montana. The Western A tournaments were up in Ronan over the weekend. In the Western A girls tournament, Hamilton knocked out top-seeded Dillon with a 55-51 win in the semifinals. Frenchtown emerged from the top side of the bracket. And then the Bronx beat the Bronx. The Frenchtown girls beat Hamilton High School 49-42 to claim the Western A Divisional. Dillon beat Browning 58-30 for third. So uh, I believe three teams or maybe four advanced out of that. But certainly Frenchtown, Hamilton, Dillon all into the a, uh, Class A state tournament. I believe Browning is in as well. The uh, oh, By the way, Boone Nelson, the head coach of the Hamilton girls, will join us uh, here tomorrow to talk about that win over Dillon and about his team going to state. We'll also hear from Frenchtown head coach Morgan Job later on this week. We're efforting her. Hope to play that for you on uh, Thursday or Friday. In the Western A Boys Tournament in Ronan, the legend continues to grow. Dougie McBuckets. The kid is a revelation. He had 44 earlier this year for Butte Central. On Saturday, he drops 41, and Butte Central beats Frenchtown 71-65. They are one of the favorites going into the Class A state tournament. It looks like a collision course between Lewistown and Butte Central, and if that is the case, that is so awesome. But Dougie Peoples continues to keep on setting records, and Butte Central mows through the Western A tournament. Uh, to emerge as the top seed out of the West and one of the top two seeds going into the Class A state tournament. Butte Central, Frenchtown, and Dillon all going to state. Dillon beat Hamilton 41-39 to clinch the state uh, A trip. In the Eastern A tournaments, these tournaments were played in Billings. Uh, In the girls' tournament, Haver, once again, they keep on rolling the Blue Ponies. They beat Harden 69-50 in the championship. Harden upset Billings Central, who's been one of the top three teams in the state all year long. Harden beat them, though, in the semifinals. So Central had to play their way back into uh, the third-place game and into third place overall, and they beat rival Laurel 68-43. to So the Billings Central girls also punched their state A uh, ticket. The Eastern A Boys Tournament also played out in Billings, and Lewistown, they remain undefeated. Fergus County Golden, uh, The Fergus County Golden Eagles, they are undefeated Throughout this whole season, they were the runner-up in Class A a year ago, and they win the Eastern A title with a 66-40 to win over Glendive. Billing Central also going to state. They beat Haver 55-48. to We told you the girls' results from the Western B and Anaconda. Big Fork rolled Loyola 62-30 to for the championship. Loyola and Anaconda play tonight at the pit, 6 p.m. tip uh, for the right to go to the state tournament. And uh, then the Western B Boys Tournament, Missoula Loyola keeps on rolling. They're undefeated against Class B play. Their only loss is to Class A Columbia Falls. They had a statement 67-37 victory over Big Fork. Big Fork is going to have to play a challenge game against a very talented mission squad from St. Ignatius tonight. So we'll have results from both those challenge games involving both the Big Fork boys and the Missoula Loyola and Anaconda girls 
Uh, it's the best time of year, man. It's so fun when we get all these fun challenge games and uh, all these fun tournament action leading up to the state tournaments. In the Northern B Girls Tournament, Malta kept on rolling. They are just so consistently good. It's been going on for three decades plus. It's just amazing that a town the size of Malta can keep on coming up with great girls basketball players, but it shows you how much culture, tradition, development, and maybe just something in the water contributes to success. Malta rips Wolf Point for the Northern B Girls Championship in Glasgow. Uh, Mustangs win 60-33 in the championship game. Wolf Point plays Glasgow tonight in a challenge game after Glasgow beat Poplar 71-57. Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. It's our prep extra presented by Farmers State Bank. In Northern Sea Boys basketball, this tournament played out in Great Falls. Belt beats Big Sandy 64-54. Roy Winifred beat Box Elder for third. So those four teams all headed to the Class C State Tournament. In the Northern Sea Girls Tournament, Roy Winifred beat Fort Benton 54-36 in the championship. Chinook beat Belt 55-49 in the third-place game. That means Belt plays Chinook in a challenge game tonight. Chinook, we've highlighted earlier this year, the Chinook girls were one of the final remaining, I think, one of the seven last unbeaten teams uh, in girls' hoops in Montana. They lost for the first time this year uh, to Roy Winifred in the semis. So now Chinook is going to have to beat Belt in a challenge game uh, to go to state uh, tonight. So uh, another challenge game on the docket. In Western Sea Boys, uh, the Western Sea tournaments, by the way, were played at the Maroon Activity Center in Butte. Western Sea Boys, Manhattan Christian beats Harrison Willow Creek 57-43, and Lone Peak beats West Yellowstone 53-51. So that means Harrison Willow Creek and Lone Peak play in a challenge game tonight. If Lone Peak won, it would be their first trip to the boys' Class C state tournament ever. So Lone Peak High School up there in Big Sky has been making waves of the Class C ranks. They made the Class C uh, state playoffs in eight-man football earlier this year. They're on their way up to Class B when the uh, the reallocations of, I think, 13 total high schools in Montana occurs. I think that's next year. But Lone Peak, as of right now, making waves. Same thing in the Western Sea girls. Twin Bridges beat Manhattan Christian 56-32 in the uh, tournament championship game. Both those teams going to state, and then Lone Peak beats Ennis for third, 41-37. So Lone Peak's girls advance to the Class C State Tournament as well. And finally, the Western and Eastern Double A Divisional Tournaments are this upcoming weekend. The girls, or excuse me, the Eastern Tournaments will take uh, place in Great Falls at Great Falls High, and the Western Double A Tournaments will take place in Kalispell up there at Flathead High School. So here's your docket for the Eastern A Tournament. 9.30, the Billings West girls play the Belgrade girls. 11 a.m., Billings Senior girls play Great Falls High. 12.30, the Bozeman boys and the Great Falls High boys play. 2 p.m., Skyview versus Senior in boys basketball. 3.30, Bozeman Gallatin's girls play CMR's girls. 5 p.m., Skyview's girls plays Bozeman's girls. 6.30, the Gallatin boys play the CMR boys. At 8 p.m., the West Billings West boys play the Belgrade boys. That's a tight schedule they got to be playing in multiple gyms there, Great Falls High. The MHSA bracket just said Great Falls High. Maybe that they have two gyms there at the high school, or maybe they're going to play at a different one in, in, in town. But 9 a.m., 11, 12, 32, 3, 35, 6, 30, and 8, that's every 90 minutes <laughs> for eight games. They're going to have to be boom, boom, boom 
on the clock to be able to keep that going. It's the same thing in the Western AA tournament, though. Here, here's what the, uh, the schedule looks like on Thursday from up in the Flathead. The Hellgate girls open up the action at 9.30 against Glacier. The Big Sky girls play Helena High at 11. The Capital girls play Sentinel at noon. The Hellgate boys play Flathead at 12.30. The Butte and Capital boys play at 2 p.m. The Butte girls and the Flathead girls play at 5 p.m. The Glacier boys and the Big Sky boys play at 6.30 p.m. And the Sentinel boys play the Helena High boys at 8 p.m. So a jam-packed Thursday of hoops in AA basketball as well. We'll give you the full state tournament fields once those are all solidified. And we'll keep on giving you the best of the best when it comes to high school sports coverage. We couldn't do it without Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank has been enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. If you or your aspiring senior wants one of their 10 $10,000 scholarships, visit FarmersEbank.com backslash scholarships. But do it now because the deadline for those 10 $10,000 scholarships is March 15th. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. Challenge games galore across the state of Montana tonight. It's the best time of year. Blake Hempstead, CopperheadCountry.org. He'll be on the call at 6 p.m. tonight. Missoula Loyola at Anaconda in girls basketball at the pit, one of the best venues in all of high school basketball in the state of Montana. Blake will jump on to preview the action right after this. Keep it right here. Nuwana's is now ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. I got to give at least part of the credit to all the sweet music we play on this show from the guys of the trail. 103.3, Montana's Quality Rock. If you ever change the channel from here on ESPN Radio, one notch up the dial. We're 102.9 there, 103.3. Little John Lee Hooker, Tommy and Robert and the boys showed me that one. It was one of my most played in 2022. Love John Lee Hooker. Don't know how he's underrated. Maybe I'm just young or old. I don't know. It's awesome. Go check him out. One of the great guitar players, one of the best blues musicians uh, around. Our high school basketball coverage continues here on Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN MT app. It's that time of year. Win and you're in, losing you go home. And we got a variety of challenge games tonight coming up across high school hoops including a huge one out of the Western B. Missoula Loyola, who's been very good in both boys and girls basketball this year, they will play at Anaconda at the pit. Winner goes to the Class B State Tournament, loser stays home. Should be a really fun one there tonight. We go now to the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Welcome in our good buddy Blake Hempstead. He is the curator, founder, and uh, main talent there at CopperheadCountry.org. You can stream all of Anaconda High School sports there through Copperhead Country. And uh, he also does a great job of calling a lot of these uh, small school, divisional, and district tournaments across southwest Montana. Blake, thanks for coming on, man. I know you're only about 15 minutes away from your call. 
Uh, just take us through this last weekend, first and foremost. What was it like at the Western B uh, Divisional Tournaments there? How was the turnout and uh, how was the atmosphere? How, how was your weekend? Colter, I got to tell you, I just heard you come on, so I didn't really hear the whole question. As you can hear, the band's rocking in the background. We have everything ready to go. Everything ready to go here at Memorial Gymnasium right now. Loyola and Anaconda on. It was great atmosphere here in Anaconda. Anaconda has proven to be a sports town, and I think everybody felt that coming in from a lot of the media perspective that I talked to. I talked to Sean Rady to get a gauge on a lot of his people. They loved it here, so uh, we're still going. Monday basketball, free free basketball, just like overtime and. It, it's just great. It's just a, it's a great thing here. And uh, Loyola and Anaconda, this will be their fourth matchup this year. Well, take us through the way that this game got set up. Anaconda, they lost their first round game there at the Western B, uh, but then played their way back through to set up this challenge game. Missoula Loyola, they got smacked in the championship by Big Fork. So you got two teams, one that had to win their way to this contest, one that's coming off of a loss. So how do we get to this point? How do we get to Loyola and Anaconda round four? Let's start out by prefacing, nobody's going to beat Big Fork. I mean, nobody's going to beat them in state. And that they beat Loyola by 33, that's a testament to how good Loyola's been playing. And it sounds ridiculous to say that, but it really is. I predicted Big Fork was going to run the clock on any team that they played. So for Loyola to beat Thompson Falls in the semifinal 59-45 to 45 was really remarkable because Thompson Falls really had no realistic chance to play to get back to state for next year. So when Anaconda beat Thompson Falls 52-39, it was a very flat-footed Thompson Falls team that Anaconda saw in that first loser-out game on a Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Then Anaconda beat Florence 48-46 in the consolation finals. Anaconda saw themselves down by like nine, had a bunch of had a bunch of adversity to go through. Their best player on the floor, Maniah Lunsford, sprained her ankle. We'll see what she has tonight. Um, it's like I said, it's going to be it's going to be a wild matchup. Anaconda leads the season series against Loyola two to one. We'll come back to this challenge game matchup here in just a minute. But tell us about the boys' side of this thing. Western B boys tournament was also there in Anaconda, and a sort of an equal statement by the Missoula Loyola boys, reminiscent of the Big Four girls. Missoula Loyola destroyed Big Fork in the on the boys' side, 67-37 in the championship game. What makes this Missoula Loyola team so good in boys basketball? Because they're long, they're athletic, they can play physical if they want to, they can spread you out, they can drill the three, they have length with Noah Happy and Reynolds Johnston, Ethan Stack just a sophomore and Reynolds Johnston just a sophomore. Nobody wants to let them shoot the three. Florence played them by far better than any team could or can this year, and they ran out of gas. And the reason why they were able to is just the athletes that Florence has on the on the basketball floor. Florence at the semifinals had them down at the half, and they had one field goal in the second quarter. That Loyola team had one field goal in the second quarter. They came back in the second half, and Florence was just done. They, they had nothing left in the tank to keep up with them. In order to beat a Loyola, you really have to have a complete ball club to where they can get out and beat you in the break or they can beat you from three or they can just slow it down and get it into Ethan and Johnston and just pick you apart from inside. Blake Hempstead joining us here on Nuanas now. Our go-to guy when it comes to Southwestern Montana high school sports, particularly at the Class B level. 
He is coming to us from Anaconda. He's at the pit. Azul Loyola playing at Anaconda in a challenge game to go to the Class B State Tournament. Blake, before I ask you a couple questions about that game, though, i got to ask you about one of the other big figures in your neck of the woods. I know you're an Anaconda guy, and Anaconda Butte Central rivalry runs deep, but one of the best stories in the state right now is Dougie Peoples. He had such an outstanding junior year, shot Butte Central to the Class A State Championship, and then this last weekend, he went nuts. 41 points in the uh, Western A uh, Divisional Championship game, and he's putting together uh, a season to remember here in his senior year. What is just sort of the scuttle in Southwest Montana just about Dougie Peoples? I'll tell you, so I have a lot of friends in Butte. I, I mean, Dougie Peoples is the son of Doug Peoples. A lot of people have been rubbed wrong by Doug. Dougie, nobody Nobody gets felt. Dougie is an A-plus human being, and he's he's an even better human being than he is a basketball player. Having 41 points in that divisional basketball tournament, in that championship, that's unheard of. That's amazing. That's that's just great, great scoring ability. And you know he's hit 40 a couple. He set the school record about two weeks ago, um, scoring I think it was 45 or 46. Let's, let's get off of Dougie for a second. There's a kid in western Montana up in up St. Ignatius in Mission, Zoran Laframboise. He had 43 and 37. He had 80 total points on Saturday here at Memorial Gymnasium. The 43 points is probably a gymnasium record because the only one that has ever scored, even in Anaconda, like Ed Califat had 43. That was over in Butte High. Billings West, or uh, Rob Hurley had 44. That was at Billings West. So Zoran Lafromba has probably set a school or set a gymnasium record here, and he had three points in the first quarter against Thompson Falls when he did that. And he is the leading scorer in the state of Montana. He's averaging 30 points per game. And his St. Ignatius Bulldogs, the Mission Bulldogs, they play Big Fork in a challenge game tonight in Class B action in boys basketball. Blake Hempstead joining us live from the pit in Anaconda, Montana. Blake, last thing for you then. We got two of the better girls basketball teams in Class B going at it tonight. Missoula Loyola versus Anaconda. Anaconda's overcome a lot with their stud point guard, McKenna Patrick, going down earlier this year. Loyola's led by one of the highest scoring players in the state in Geo Horner to set the stage for us. What are the keys to the game uh, in this fourth matchup between the Breakers and the Copperheads? Well, I'll tell you right now, Geo Horner, she's been injured. She got beat up a little bit during this tournament. She's been um, holding her back a little bit. We saw her come off in the uh, in the championship game, holding her back. Laura Lindauer also has been a little bit beat up. And on the other side, Mania Lunsford, she's been playing on a badly sprained right ankle. She gutted through it. Uh, she was helped off the court, got her ankle retaped, could barely come back out of the halftime, came up, hit her last 11 free, free throws to beat Florence. So, you know, both teams, you know, at the end of the year, bumps and bruises, they're going to get a little bit more intensified. But with this gym, it's going to be packed. It's going to be a great atmosphere, and there's nothing better to highlight girls' basketball than to have it one and done for your season to continue or your season to end. And I will say, Anaconda's ended Loyola's season two years in a row now. What a great rivalry.
breweries in the state of Montana, one of the great venues in the state of Montana, Blake Hempstead, live from the pit. If you're listening in you want to follow to this game, go to copperheadcountry.org. Blake will have the call live there on his website, and you can also find it archived there as well. Blake Hempstead, contributor at Skyline Sports, contributor here at ESPN-MT, and uh, the curator of copperheadcountry.org. Blake, thanks for being here, man. Good luck on the call. You bet, Coulter. There you go. One of the best in the biz. Got to love it. Go check out his website. Sweet website. Great way to follow along to Class B high school sports. And uh, great way specifically to follow along uh, to the Anaconda Copperheads. You want us now? ESPN Radio. What a jam-packed show. If you missed anything in today's show, we uh, went all the way around the Big Sky Conference in men's and women's basketball during the Montana Basketball Hour. Heard from Danny Sprinkle, Montana State head men's basketball coach. Give you a breakdown of all the action that's going to occur tonight, the final day of the regular season. And analyzed a gigantic game here in Missoula as Idaho comes to town to take on the Montana Lady Grizz. That was all during the Montana Basketball Hour, hour number one. Then we heard from Tucker Sargent, the head coach of the Grizz lacrosse team. His team toppled number one ranked St. Thomas 10 to 8 and followed it up. With a 9-7 win over Minnesota Duluth, so the Grizzly Cross program off to a 5-0 start for the 2023 season. Then we went all the way around all of the recently crowned divisional champions and state tournament qualifiers in A, B, and C basketball. Gave you some early thoughts on the AA divisionals, the Western AA up in Flathead, the Eastern AA in Great Falls. And we heard there from Blake Hempstead previewing tonight's Missoula Loyola versus Anaconda Challenge game. Find all of it on the Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. It's also presented by the M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. And it's also presented by the MSU Bookstore, your go-to spot for all your blue and gold gear on the Montana State campus. Thanks to all those fine sponsors for helping bring the Nuanas Now podcast to you. Tomorrow we'll have more prep sports. Boone Nelson, the head coach of the uh Hamilton girls high school basketball team will join us. We're also efforting Brady Bauman. He's the head coach of the Missoula Hellgate boys swim team. They were the state champions from a couple weeks ago. I've been trying to get a hold of Brady for a little while now. So if you're listening, you're welcome on anytime, man. We'll hear from Carolyn. The chicken doesn't know sports. We'll continue our history lessons as we go through my favorite book, 100 Greatest Sports Heroes of the 20th Century, copyright 1954. We got our treasure state stars like we do every Tuesday. And we got free Tagliari Deli for you as well. Well, the full slate of shows this week, still ironing out the guest list. But uh, as always, an incredibly busy time of year. And by today, next week, Monday of next week, we'll be on the road for our tournament takeover. It actually begins Friday. We will be coming to you a little bit from the road, uh, but mostly sort of through the ESPN MT studio. But we're taking off Friday for Boise. Then we'll be live in Boise Monday through Wednesday. We'll be live from Butte on Friday, and then we'll be back at it on the road the following week for the NCAA tournament as well. So it's always the busiest time of year. It's also the most fun time of year. Tons of high school sports and tons of laughs tomorrow on Nuanas Now. We'll see you at 4 p.m. This is ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. What sort of expertise do you guys have when it comes to uh, any sort of personal injury accidents, things like that? 
Uh, it's all we practice. Uh, you're not going to get an attorney who's practicing family law or in court defending criminal cases. All we do is personal injury. We're a multi-state firm, but I'm right here in M- Missoula. So we have the backing of a large firm uh, with just years of expertise there, too. Free consultations. You can find out more by calling 406 640 4444 or by visiting online 24 7 montanaadvocates.com. 